When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Savage Starlight, the officially unofficial podcast for The Last of Us on HBO. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And today we're talking season three. Nope. Right. Season one. Wait, who knows if we'll get a season three. Season one, episode five. Uh, Endure and survive. Aaron. Aaron, we did it. We did it. We got the Savage Starlight <laughs> Fiesta going, baby. <laughs> it finally happened. We've been waiting five weeks for it. Uh, you know, I saw I saw the title of this episode and I'm like, this would be an excellent, excellent time for Savage Starlight to make an appearance. Mm-hmm. And uh, by God, endure and survive. Kind of a kind of a rubbish slogan, like uh, Joel said, <laughs> yeah. but a little redundant. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I do wonder if we'll get like a little extra bump. We'll get the Savage Starlight bump, the officially maybe? official appearance. People be like Savage Starlight. What's that? Google search. Boom. Yeah, uh, I, f- I felt a little like Babe Ruth pointing to the outfield, calling their shot. Uh, yeah I, I knew it i just knew they had to do it because it's such a nice thing in the games yeah uh yeah the the way that ellie kind of taunts joel with the endure and survive thing that he kind of fucking hates and it's so good uh and i don't know about you but i thought this episode was really good uh it, it felt had, like a lo- a love letter to the game yeah oh yeah yeah so much of this is straight out of the game uh and it hits hard, man. Uh, they they spent sure a lot does. of time this episode just having the kids play together, and so that ending, whoo! Yeah, ready and for I really it. thought pacing wise, like I could see them hanging out another episode. There's still so much left, mm-hmm. you know, like because you get the they because the last ten fifteen minutes of this episode fucking moved, baby. Yeah. Um, I'm like, oh, you know, they could do this, they could do that. I could see them, and I it lulled me into. So when like, you know, it turns out Sam was bitten, I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck. Uh, we're going to have to say yeah. goodbye to these because I thought they were great. I thought the whoever they had oh, played yeah. Henry, he looks so fucking exhausted and tired and scared. Uh, mm-hmm. It just I don't know. You really won me over. I thought his kid brother was adorable. Uh, having him not uh, be uh, not have any hearing is an interesting you know, adds adds a lot of uh, extra, uh, I, I guess, drama to the world. Sure. Um, and just like also just seeing him and Ellie laughing like that. I mean, it, like I said, it does everything the game gets you to feel. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I thought, uh, yeah, I, I just uh, the way they introduced the, the 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 mushroom people at the end. Um, <laughs> that 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 bloater when he grabbed the uh, Perry. Oh, it's yeah. from a distance, but he got the old Joel execution totally. scene. Like you get yeah. the you won't believe how many times I've been ripped apart <laughs> just like that. 
it's always so scary too because it's like you know um you don't see it coming it's just like you take enough damage and all of a sudden it flips to the end screen and like oh i'm getting my head torn in half oh wow yeah um yeah that was fucking metal oh man though those things felt uh felt tough to take down i liked Joel going into dad mode and like, you know, being the single handed protector of Ellie, like with a wall of lead. That was cool. Um, yeah, I like all the ways that they used um, Henry and Sam short time with Joel and Ellie to stress more about Joel and Ellie. Uh, give us more insight there. I mean, I feel like I know Ellie a little bit better after this episode. Sure. And uh, she changed a lot. This is going to take a, a bite yeah. out of her, it feels like. Like, her reaction at the end, she is visibly hard, harder. Yeah. Um, and also, it seemed like there was uh, this element of her thinking that she had magic blood. And it's like, this is my purpose. I'm, you know, in, like, some kind of a quasi-child way thinking that that would work. And then, you know, when you saw yeah. Sam at the edge of the bed, it's like, maybe it did. And nope. It, nope, it, fucking nope. It, it might just be a case of her trying to comfort Sam the way that Henry was trying to comfort him earlier. Um, Do you think she played it that way? Because I thought it, it's she... tough to tell. It's on the it's on the line, which I think is perfect. Uh, yes, I wanted it to be kind of both things in that moment, and I think it was. Yes. And then, yeah. man, when you see after she buries uh, Sam and writes the message, "I'm sorry," and then she walks off, she's like, "Come on, Joel." She's right. she's now pulling him on this mission, right? It's yeah. He she she's now leading this mission, and I feel like that's the switch that flipped. It's the determination to use her superpower to try and help people to make sure that this shit yeah. doesn't happen to anybody else, right? Yeah. Uh, I just want to remind everybody we'll be taking everyone's questions here in a bit as soon as Jim and I have uh, talked our piece. Uh, please make sure to be aware that there are show-only watchers. I know this is a big video game episode, and we might want to just uh, talk a bunch of video game stuff, but then that's fine. You can talk about stuff that happened <laughs> this episode. I don't uh-huh. want to shut it all down, but just like, you know, let's let's, let's be extra careful that we uh, you are in the halfway point that we get everybody. We get everybody to the safe zone, right? Sure. Um yeah, they chew. We they. I really, I actually really appreciated getting to know the resistance a bit more, you know, and finding out that this was a particularly bad Fedra. Like mm-hmm. it was like legendary yeah. across the country as being a bad Fedra. Right. Uh, makes you feel differently about. I mean, I look. I revolution, baby. This is why I'm not in favor of them. Like good people are going <laughs> to die no matter what happens. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, those collaborators. It's like, man. You know, if you can put yourself in a position where you let your kid brother die because he needed medicine and you if, if you can throw that stone, then I guess go for it. But uh, and and then I kind of think I can see how Kathleen got to run this place, like the the situation uh-huh. that they, you know, she's her, the 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 sister of the beloved leader of the resistance and probably on the upswelling of grief and outrage of his death, she's able to you know sweep to the leadership of the cause. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really have a great idea of strategy and plans and stuff beyond just getting vengeance, which is a big theme in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was exactly what yeah. the, I got. I think I got out of it exactly what they were wanting me to get out of it. Well, they tipped the scales for me on Kathleen this episode in uh, not in her favor because. Mm. Look, I get that she would want revenge and justice in her mind, mm-hmm. 
for her brother's killing. Uh, that all makes sense. Leading a revolution, if you're being raped and tortured and murdered for 20 years, makes a lot of sense. Sure. Killing kids who are innocent makes no sense. It's this question yeah. of have you killed innocent people? And that is what makes you a bad person in this world. Yeah. If yeah. you are preying on innocence, if you have yeah. to defend yourself, that's one thing. And and I look at that scene with Joel up in the sniper's nest where he has an opportunity to just sneak up and blow this guy's head off. He says, please oh, don't make me moment. do it. Yeah. He doesn't want to kill people if he can yeah. avoid it. But that's the difference between him and Kathleen. Kathleen wants to kill these two children. It way fucking jumped over that line for me. Especially when I think the show really put its thumb on the scale when uh, Perry has a heart to heart and reveals that her own brother was kind of like trying to do a, yeah. a Jesus of Nazareth and like, look, man, these are like, I understand why this happened. You can't do this. Uh, and honestly, it would have been a much better resistance movement if she would push past this, you know, maybe handled the, uh, yeah, yeah. the, the bubbling, literally bubbling underground, uh, <laughs> just everything infestation that they had going on. Um, but like I said, I don't think, um, I don't think this was a story of her being an effective leader. I think it's her being a right time, right place, emotional crescendo. And then yep. it, it yep. happens the way it happens. Like this whole fucking city is going to die now. And that's the thing um, to me. It was it was the reason she was more effective than her brother is because she lost more and she was more angry. She was. Yeah. She was able to use that event. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas her brother apparently wasn't getting it done. So but but then or maybe she just, just the time wasn't like, you know, like that, it, right? that's the thing. It's hard to tell, like how chess boards would move and how things pachinko boards would play. But yeah, yeah. it's it's you do wonder, like, what happens if like maybe it took another year, but Fedra falls and her brother is the one that leads because it does mm-hmm. sound like maybe he I mean, it's also it's like it doesn't like he was blinded by vengeance either. So no. but like, yeah, you do wonder, like, with this community had a little bit better leadership. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh Damn. man, they, yeah, they really. I, I was waiting, like I said last week. I'm waiting to see what kind of leader she's going to be. She proved that she could lead people in this episode. It's just sure. she led them to what I view as kind of reprehensible ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, it was really tough. Her, the way she dealt, just kind of like I mean, it's. I mean, I guess that's the revolution, right? It's like there's no more rules. You can just lie to whoever you want to lie to, and offer sure. false promises, and talk about fair trials and it's all about it's all a big joke because it, it's you know fundamentally it's a not a serious thing um I think but I'm yeah okay like when she's <laughs> like, when she's got those kids you know yeah. and, and henry's like giving himself up and all he wants to do is let these children go she's like nah that's not gonna work because she's with the dude the older dude and sam's with you i mean that's yeah that's pretty evil you uh-huh. know Straight but up. again that's that's one of the themes this game likes to play is like you know where does shit end yeah you know absolutely where 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 does where does it all end um you know would you would you like joel if you walked a mile in his shoes mm-hmm. uh would you like kathleen if you walked a mile in hers uh and you get the impression that you know if she had like somehow killed sam and ellie and henry and joel had got away that they'd be coming back yeah. for vengeance the next day right yeah. like it, it would have been another cycle so I, I guess it's good that the person who killed Sam was Henry, because all he had, all he had to blame was himself. There, right? Watch out for that fungus. We'll be right back with more Savage Starlight. We found something to fight for. This podcast. Welcome back to Savage Starlight. Did you feel like they left a little ish stuff on the table? And how'd you feel about that? Ish. 
Yeah, the play castle school underground. Oh, oh. I was surprised when they revealed the nature of it just immediately before you even step into it. Because in the game, Mm. what happens is you kind of walk into what is, you know, a survival bunker, right? You're like, oh, guns on the wall over here, uh, water bottles and then maps out on tables and shit. And then you kind of go to a back room, which is a school, which is that's when it blows your mind. But in this, they just like put the castle drawings and shit right up Mm -hmm. front. It gives I don't you that know. Kind I, of... I, I'm biased, right? Because I played it one way and experienced it here. Yeah. Way. Yeah. I thought they could have done, but uh, then that's when, when we saw that room, I'm like, oh, we actually might get, cause they're going to slow down and like take their time and maybe make this a two parter. Uh, cause mm. I thought they'd explore that a little bit more. I mean, that's, you, you get the yeah. same feeling. It's a little chill, you know, it's like, oh, there uh-huh. was like a, like a, a ghost town here. Uh, where a community was thriving it and making it under the shadow shadow of Fedra, and it just kind of, uh, I thought it was interesting. This episode kind of hinted that there was Fedra officers that were maintaining and supplying this. Did you see like Ish was? He looked like he was wearing a Fedra oh, uniform, and it said "Our okay. Saviors" or whatever. And I I thought that was another shading of like even in the worst Fedra in the <laughs> fucking country, there mm-hmm. was a couple people on the inside trying to. You know, Schindler's list some shit. Right, right. Um, but so then like you also consider diff- like Fedra was the one who drove all the infected underground. And I don't know if they intentionally right. did that, but that's probably what got these people. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing is like it's it's uh it's just a I don't know, it felt like a more of a drive by, but honestly the episode is really moving. Yeah, they got that there for the flavor. The game's there if you want to play it and and get those those chills too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about, I think, is the clicker girl, oh, the Cirque yeah. de Clique. Oh my <laughs> god! Kill it with fire, Jesus! Uh, yeah, that's horrible. Oh, uh, yeah, that was. Uh, I I and I assume that's practical. They probably found some gymnast and just had him do a tumble routine or one of those. Uh, Mm-hmm. I don't know, like super flexible. What what they got those the, the people contortionist. They got a contortionist. Yeah. Um, what a great scene. Yeah, that bloater man. That bloater comes out. I, and, and as soon as I they started playing the music and the camera panned over to the hole, I'm like, here we go. Yeah, because I kept on thinking like, where's this clicker coming? Where's it? And I remember the in the trailer, you always saw wreathed in flames. So as soon as that thing blew up and like made, I'm like, oh, I wonder mm-hmm. and. Boy, I had no idea. It was a it was a whole mess that came out of that 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 hole. I yeah. was quite the This is this is why we saw the earth quaking over in that other building, right? Last episode. Yeah, I guess Anthony was more right than uh-huh. than I gave him credit for. It was just literally a mass of of entombed. <laughs> yeah. Uh and zo- it was also a bloater. I was wondering if it was a bloater and right. I think right. everybody was right a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I also really like that part where uh, Henry assumes that Joel is Ellie's dad and they both simultaneously say is a, is a nice callback to the first episode where it's like we're I'm not take we're not taking her the well, I'm not going to them like she's not my he's not my dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, there were a, yeah, a bunch stuff. of good moments of levity in this uh, that they needed because boy, that ending hits hard. Yeah. And I love that there's still a lot of ambiguity like, you know, what? What was the deal with the doctor? Why did he take a side there? Um, mm-hmm. To get, I, I assume to get I, the I, leukemia drugs for Sam. Yeah, like. it, it it all tracks. And but it's like you know, some I saw some people in the chat were saying like I wish we'd seen a little bit more of her brother 
like uh-huh. seeing like what the resistance I, I but yeah but uh because we get a hell of a lot more than we did in the game and i kind of yeah. like that they still leave a little bit of stuff mysterious too because that's the last of us there's a lot of things where you know like i said this this ismail stuff like you can even miss a lot of it if you're not like hunting down every little scrap of paper and mm-hmm. You know, that felt like you got the incurious gamers side of that story where you're just kind of looking around. Ah, it's kind of fucked up. But, you know, if you're not looking for the journals <laughs> and all that, the collectible, you might you might miss the, de- the details of it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I really I really I think it's funny. There's am I wrong that every single rifle we've seen in this game so far has been the exact same model of rifle. And are they doing that as an intentional <laughs> gag for the video game? Because I be. feel like it's the same goddamn bolt action scoped rifle. Yeah. And I, I actually, I, there's a couple people grumbling in the feedback and the feedback section about like being kind of dissatisfied with how the guns are being treated on the show. Hmm. But I kind of like it. I, I really like the fact that like, Nope, this is just the one rifle you get in the game. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I don't know to tell you. You're going to get this revolver and this this pistol <laughs> and Ellie have a different one because she'll have something special, but not you, not you. You'll never get her pistol, right. and you get this, and you're this rifle see and fifty of them in Bill's bunker. But you're only going to take the one. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's. I don't know, man. I think it's. I, I like that the, the. I feel like the show is every once in a while just kind of nudge, nudge, wink, wink uh, yeah. at the gaming conventions, and not in a way that's distract distracting or whatever, but yeah. Man, what yeah, else? Man. You got anything? You got anything you want to talk about before we get to the the talky talk? Uh, I've got stuff I want to talk about in a lot more detail, but we can save that for Tuesday. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. sorry. Monday this week. I don't want to throw people off. It's a it's a weird week right. for the Last of Us. Yeah, it's because uh, the big game, baby. Mm-hmm. The big game's throwing everything off. Uh, yeah, we'll be back Monday uh, with our full take feedback on Thursday. So technically, you guess you got an extra day, kind of, sorta observed. Uh, to get feedback to us. Um, this is the part where we part ways with the uh, the free downloaders and the ad supporters, and we invite the supporters to come on into the instant talk section where they can ask us questions and make comments, and we'll get to respond as many as we can. Uh, and you can get the archive of this and participate live next week if you just join the club. Support.baldmove.com to get ad-free feeds, a bunch of other premium uh podcast episodes like this instant talk etc tlu at baldmove.com if you want to get in feedback early t-l-o-u at baldmove.com endure and survive people we'll see it we'll see you monday